Welcome back to the Reality Friends Podcast. It's Eric, it's Joseph, and we're all over this episode like little kids on a dead pig. <laughs> Eric, how are you doing today, buddy? Uh, man, I can't wait to use that expression out in public with my friends who don't watch the challenge. Uh, <laughs> that sounded really... Just so weird. I'm doing well, though. I'm doing really well. Thanks. Uh, fun episode of the challenge. I really like the elimination. And I just had my 30th birthday party this past weekend. So I am feeling like an uh, old person, kind of. How are you doing, though? Uh, I'm doing pretty good, Eric. Uh, how, how long have you been watching these reality TV shows now? I would say since I was about 15. So 15 years. So 15 years. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. Challenge for less than that. Challenge for, like, maybe, what, 10 years or so? Something yeah. like that. Yeah. A little less than that, Sounds even. Right. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, been, it's been a ride. Wow. It's kind of scary when you think about it, how much of my life involves reality TV shows. It's uh, a life well spent, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, let's not think about yeah, it. Yeah, that's right. Let's, uh, let's move on to this reality yeah. TV show that we're podcasting about. That'll take our minds off these things. Uh, did you <laughs> yes, have a good weekend, exactly. though? Any Anything interesting you'd like to report on this podcast? Uh, no. Yeah, <laughs> All right. No. Well, business as usual, then. Yeah. Um, this episode, <laughs> yeah. man, uh, let us let's let me just ask you. Let's start with the illumination, not to get too into it, but mm. I thought this was a, a really good one. I loved it. This felt like classic challenge elimination. Yeah, I thought the elimination was cool. I did think that it was kind of a buzzkill that, like, Corey went out like that just because he was, like, threatening all these things and you were thinking like oh man it, it would be cool to see him get back in the game maybe try to exact some revenge or wreak some havoc mm. uh but uh and you thought you felt like he might have a pretty good shot against rookie logan who's you know was injured like a week ago or whatever uh but nah. uh, not once again Corey has an embarrassing elimination <laughs> loss on his record yeah he's, um, he does come off last season he had the elimination with Darrell yep. that he won yep. so always impressive to beat Darrell but yeah Corey's hit or miss here's your mistake Joseph uh as soon as Corey started talking about all the cool things he was gonna do the next episode he was gonna sabotage his team and all that that's when I knew he ain't making it out of this elimination. Otherwise, we would not see all this stuff up front. They were they were showing it to us in this episode because we weren't going to get it on the other end. So I was like, ah, Corey, you're doomed, my man. Uh, I thought this was more a reflection of Logan being really good, if I had to guess, though, than Corey being bad. I think Logan might be the real deal based on that elimination. I think he's smart, and the, I think he's the total package. Just gonna go out on a limb and call it. How do you, how do you like him as a character? Not a lot. <laughs> yeah, same here. Yeah, Not he doesn't lot. really do much for me. <laughs> Look on that end, so it kind of sucks that he's such a good competitor. I know. I, I think he he. Let me clarify that a little bit. He seems like a really cool guy. He seems like decently funny and everything like that. It seems like the language barrier might be like a pretty big limiting factor for him, which I can only imagine it must be for a lot of players who, who English isn't their first language. I can't imagine how hard it must be to like he even navigate said this. on the episode that he, he hates speaking English. Yeah, exactly. Which made it cool. The, yeah. the Josh's conversation with him, which felt only the littlest bit calculated. Uh, it must've been, must've been cool. I can, I can only imagine how nice that must feel to be able to speak your own language for just a little bit after speaking some other language for like 30 days or whatever. Um, but maybe yeah. he'll grow into the challenge a little bit. Not the craziest character you've seen so far, but I like him and he's doing really well in the eliminations. How do you think that the uh, for <clears throat> the non-speaking people on the challenge experiment has been going overall? That's a pretty good question. That's a, that's a deep question because this season they went all out with it. This was like cast yeah. unlike any other season in the challenge. I think it's been pretty hit or miss. I would say I I don't feel yeah. too strongly about it. I think a few of the characters are just way out of their depths. It seemed like I heard reports that some players were like really just couldn't like follow the game. Like their their understanding of the language was just a real impediment, which 
it's just yeah. unfortunate but like that that just i don't i don't know that that makes it really tough for me to want to say like they should be cast on a show like this but then we've also had some other really big characters emerge i think i think gabo was really fun uh he went out with a bang mm -hmm. emmy obviously has been a huge character this season what do you think though i think overall it's not been great Mm -hmm. I feel like um, so I feel like some of the confessionals from them seem very producer prodded like, yeah. as a result of it. Uh, it seems like, uh, you know, like I don't know if Gabo really knows what popcorn muscles was before, you know, he was on the challenge. I don't know if that's like a saying everywhere. You know what I mean? If there was um, a saying and, that he would know, it would be that, though. Right. Yeah, that is true. And when you look at some of the. Uh, <laughs> at some of the rookies who we look at from this season who are like oh they should bring them back i feel like most of them are people who english is their native tongue with uh you know kells and michaela and you know i don't know how many people are michelle wanting esther to come back and i'm not saying it's that's the reason why uh, yeah. i think Berna was pretty good this season as well uh yeah. she you know i could see her coming back but like even someone like Gabo, who he was a fun character, if they didn't bring him back, I wouldn't. You know what I mean? I, like I yeah, would not yeah. be upset necessarily. Pretty one-dimensional so. character for sure. Um, right, you know, yeah. I hate to say it, but I think you're kind of right when you point out that trend. Like it's, it's. I don't know how to say this. I don't want to seem like uh, you know, someone who doesn't who only wants like native English-speaking people on the shows. But like it does That's seem what I'm like saying it's a, too. I know it's. Okay. I just think it's an impediment for them, like yeah. number one, which you know we've seen. Uh, Logan's still in the game, right? He's still doing well in the game. So you know, how, is it affecting him? Yes, but you know, he's he's able to overcome that obstacle, obviously, uh, which is cool to see as well. Yeah. Um, but it's just like it, it's really hard for me to to get attached to them because I feel like they can't express themselves to me in the way that they even want to necessarily yeah right that's the thing that's i think what we're saying like they a lot of them seem to be doing really well and just fine in the game being well liked and all that but it might be kind of hard to say something really funny in confessional all the time in a different language than the one that you know how to speak uh natively i don't know so it, what we have to think about too is like what are we missing by casting all these other new players well we're missing on a lot of other challenged mainstays who might be giving us a lot more in confessionals who might be giving us a lot more in the game um and as we've definitely right. seen game wise the rookies have all been like sheep like like little lemmings like uh, racing yeah. each other off the cliff and that hasn't been great and to I watch and and also too i think that is partly the reason as well because i don't know like internationally if like the shows over there are as strategically cutthroat like as it is over here right where like on on these american uh u.s competition shows which i feel like even if you don't watch them seriously most americans are like know that those shows are pretty cutthroat yeah that, you know there's a lot of lying and backstabbing going on you know what I mean? I don't, I don't know if that's a thing in their culture as much that they readily understand. Yeah, we're just but, worse. But who people knows? Here. Because we saw Ed too. We saw Ed too, and he made a very, you know, not cutthroat decision, and he's American, so it, it can go both ways. For sure. Um, that aside, um, but, uh, other big yeah, story. I think Emerald wins again. Are you kidding me, Joseph? And they're still intact at the end of this, but we we did get a kind of cool storyline, which is that uh, the Sapphire team is like slowly morphing into a real powerhouse right before our eyes, and Ruby is just completely fucked. They're they're just terrible, uh, which is uh, kind of another it's funny still... storyline too. So um, I like that we have three distinct yeah. teams, and we got to be getting close to the finals, right? Like we have to be at this point. Yeah, I gotta a think there might be. Uh, I, I feel like there might be like two more women eliminated and two more men eliminated and then we're five five and then maybe that's it five five that's what i'm thinking total oh interesting yeah. uh or, would they would they not do teams at that point or would they would they be really tiny teams uh what do you what do you think i think they would try to do really tiny teams probably interesting i kind of dig that actually that'd be pretty cool that'd be pretty cool um yeah or maybe they find a way to 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 make the teams more even. I don't know. Well, let's get into it. You wanna you wanna talk about this episode, and I I do really want to talk about the team dynamic and how that like affects the finals because I think 
is creating some actually like super interesting situations that we're not really seeing a lot of on the show but like players could be really controlling their fate as far as who they're running a final with in this game in like ways beyond just like oh i want to run a final with ct like that's pretty simple right but uh i think i think the emerald team is super interesting because devon is apparently trying to keep his team together when his whole point of keeping Josh around was that he wants to run a final against Josh, not with Josh, right? But but like they're they're not yeah. really acting according to the, what I think is their best interest. So uh, let's let's get into it. I want to talk about that uh, eventually. But Joseph, okay, kick, cool. kick this episode off. Let's go back to the beginning. Reset. Let's go. So so everybody at the beginning of the episode is like talking about how amanda is toxic how she's not a good partner and all this stuff and logan's like i can't believe she's on my team and to me i just i thought this is very uh disrespectful to amanda and her abilities on this show go on i i want to hear your take on this because i don't i don't I, I don't know the history as well as you do is amanda really this toxic i mean sounds like no is she a toxic person like maybe uh yeah like like but as far as her ability as a challenger i feel like she is more than competent at like a lot of them the dailies like she was killing it with zach as her partner uh before you know her and zach you know came to a stalemate and sent themselves in that season they were doing yeah, really well that season uh, they actually won the they actually won the daily that very season when they got sent in. Yeah, okay. So, I, I definitely you know. know the season you're talking about. For the, for those viewers listening, though, like what season are you talking about? Final Reckoning. Right, there. yeah. Okay, thank you. Again, yeah. I knew for that. The viewers, yeah. For the viewers. Yeah, thank I you. Mean. For the listeners, yeah. yeah. For sure. Final yeah. Reckoning, great so, season. Never watched it. Uh, okay. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, so, so, Amanda... Um, <laughs> You know, people just don't trust her, and they and uh, and they don't want her on their team. Yeah, uh, I'm kind of getting sick of the word toxic. Is that just me? Like, what does that even mean anyway? Bad for your team? It feels like kind of an aggressive word to to describe someone as. Right. Yeah. Like when you like it used to be like you just say like oh if somebody does something offensive, but now I think it's like people are just using it to just mean like like general bad character yeah which you know it's not the same thing in my experience playing so. pokemon uh, if you use toxic on a pokemon they they get poisoned and, and they their health starts going down really fast so like that seems like a pretty severe word to accuse someone of being uh i don't know if amanda right. is really that bad for her team uh it's like i don't know i had the same issue with kyle too like with with all the hate kyle was getting i feel like more so than being toxic kyle and amanda are very much more focused on making good tv than they are on being ultra competitive in these challenges that's what i would describe it as wait which which they do uh <laughs> yeah uh we see we, well, we, yeah. yeah which uh, we see we see emmanuel and tori uh get uh try to fix the shower together um yeah you want do you want to talk about that joseph uh not is really this, is this relationship I mean, like going somewhere like what's what's the point of all these emmanuel and tori segments i guess is this just the show am i just like a old hater i don't know i'm, I'm just like uh what, what are we doing here this feels like not a very real relationship i don't get it i feel like this is classic challenge stuff though probably right? like i know and it's 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 not gonna last that long but you know uh what i will say is that i feel like emmanuel is almost destined to win this season at this point oh. on uh, one of the teams because he's exactly like jordan like, like like literally in almost every way at this point and jordan's <laughs> especially the, the haircut jordan's the especially the, the haircut show. yeah yes yes and and the toriness of it all yeah haircut uh some kind of relationship with tori uh he's 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 weird right he's got that whole weirdo thing with tori going yep. on like oh my god dude just pencil this guy in for the finals right now you're right you're so right probably gonna win too yep. If Bananas was here, he would flip all the cards over. So, uh, <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> good one, um, good one. So, yeah, we can uh, pretty much just skip to the daily challenge. Uh, so they have to 
like untie this rope to from this uh, giant boat that's submerged underwater. So they have to swim out, untie it, and then uh, race it back. Uh, while and it's attached to a safe, and they gotta get the diamond out of the safe and then put it on this podium. And the team that does it the fastest wins. Yes, that is what happened. Going into this it, this was a good simple <laughs> challenge. Yeah, emphasis on simple. Yeah, for sure. Going into yeah. it, who did you think was going to win? Did you have a team that you were like, oh, I'm pretty sure they're going to win? Um, and obviously, I, what I'm really asking is, did you think the Emerald team was going to win or did you think the Sapphire team was going to win? Because I don't think... I thought Sapphire <laughs> might have... Yeah. I thought they had a chance. But yeah, I definitely was not thinking about Ruby. Really. Right, right, right. Not at all. Um, Joseph, can I launch into a bit of a tirade? That's what this podcast is all about. That's all we do, right? Okay, that's the point. We complain yeah. uh, and record ourselves doing so for some reason. Uh, yeah. Why is this show making them all compete in challenges without sitting anyone out? I don't understand this. This is yet another challenge where the more people you have on your team, the easier it gets. Does the show want only one team to win every single episode? And if so the fuck is wrong with you why do you want that i don't get this at all yeah it's so dumb right so so i have seen people complaining about this i will say i do think the first two challenges that emerald won it really didn't matter um because even the one so the first one that they did Devin basically just figured out the that you know they could like you know, put the rocks on the thing or whatever. Yeah, and they also he, like figured out a trick. They all had the won. same amount of players on their team for the first challenge as well. Right, right, yeah. And the, and the second challenge, they had an advantage in that, the, you know, Kyle screwed up. So the, the two people who made it across the beams, uh, they had six. Sorry, uh, they had six <laughs> mute. They had six people. They had six people on one team. And then five people on the other team, and they each got two players across, which was kind of unfair because the people with six people had one more opportunity. But the only way you would have remedied that is by having that team of six sit somebody out. So yes. they would have sat out their crappiest player anyway. That you know is what, I mean? what they, they should have done. They yes. would have, but they would have sat anybody out who wouldn't have made it otherwise. You get what I'm saying? Like it, it wouldn't have affected anything ultimately. I don't think. Probably not for that one. But like just to summarize what you're saying yeah. was in the first challenge when they all had six players, there wasn't an advantage. But in each subsequent challenge, they did have some kind of an advantage in having more players on their team, right? Correct. Yeah, I hate that. So, for the last two, for the last two. Yeah, but then I for the say. for the for the even the second one, it technically is an advantage. Like they they got another shot to get another player across. But would have it affected anything? Mm. Like I don't think it would. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Because don't the, be results oriented, Joseph. Because they, I, I, I think you are. Josh could have <laughs> flopped his way across that beam. You never know. You never know. <laughs> he did it he tried uh, you know what uh, um, josh going yeah. across those like eight spokes or whatever it's kind of like if you flip a coin uh i think the odds of him landing on any one of those spokes is probably about 50 50 he could have flipped eight heads in a row and made it all the way across you, you really just don't know so i say it was an advantage having an extra player because you never know joseph which leads me to my conclusion just Make them sit players out, please. Like these challenges are starting to get so boring. And or, or at least make it to where they're the challenge is dynamic enough to where there are certain aspects of it to where it is beneficial. Oh well, now and then you're maybe there's certain aspects. Yeah, I that's know, asking right? a real yeah. lot, dude. That's <laughs> really, a little ambitious, if you I ask really me. Am. I mean, yeah, uh, just like the the part of what's really getting frustrating too. Like if the is the editing of it all it's like i'm just getting so used to the same thing where it's like oh time challenge like uh ooh, who's gonna win oh oh my god uh could be anyone cuts a commercial and it's the fucking emerald team because they have more players obviously and it's like the same shit every time yeah please save me from this i think they should have had a one or they should have had a safe for every person on the team that way, maybe it, it would have balanced it a little bit more because then it makes it harder 
if like you need to help like somebody else like nani let's say carry her safe and she and they have like one more on their team so yeah. i don't know i feel like there's aspects of there's things that they could do to balance it out but they're just not thinking like that I don't okay know. let's workshop this a little bit because i actually like this um what if they design the challenges crazy idea i know hear me out in such a way that you actually kind of get punished by keeping like uh weaker people on your team in the sense of like yeah like let's say like everyone on the team has to like do a certain task uh has to drag a safe through the thing or everyone on the team has to like do an individual like relay portion or something like that i i don't know exactly how this would work out but then i think you start getting a lot more d different results first of all not the same team winning every time presumably and on top of that then you start getting teams like thinking like how do we get rid of a player on our team more than they are now where it's just super super easy to keep the status quo and try to keep the teams together. I, I just think we're getting like pretty boring gameplay as a result of this. That's what I'm upset about. Yeah, I agree. Um, it seemed like Ruby was kind of close there uh, to actually beating Emerald, but Amanda decides, or maybe, I, maybe they told her, it seemed like kind of mixed. She said that they told her not to do anything. Um, Corey said that he needed her brain, but uh, who knows what the truth is. But she is just <laughs> sitting there on top of the boat, doing nothing, uh, looking looking beautiful uh, while doing it, enjoying the scenery. Uh, this was great. This was Amanda at her finest, honestly. Corey is kind of like the scarecrow from The Wizard of Oz, now that you mention it. I think there's a real comparison to be made there he's like i need a every time he doesn't he, have a brain yeah every time he does a puzzle he's like i need a brain i need someone with a brain come on help yeah. me out please <laughs> i'm not sure who the other players would be like yeah i i'm not buying it yeah. that it was that close i don't think it was probably that close <laughs> if i had to guess uh but yeah i mean ruby did beat sapphire but again they had an extra person even for that extra person was amanda um i don't know is there really much to say in this challenge uh you know they just they, they got the ropes untangled faster obviously there's this whole kerfuffle with amanda right that's <laughs> that's the storyline coming uh, coming away from this one right um i, I don't have any I, thoughts on it dude I, I, I just don't i don't care i don't know i enjoyed emmy saying uh emerald winning it's boring dude I thought that was one of the more accurate things she's uh, said this <laughs> yes. season. Actually. Preach. Um, another great comment was uh, Kyle saying that he's not a fish boy. Uh, Thank you. Uh, I did yeah. like that one. Yes. He was, he was like yeah. very indignant so, when he said it too. That's what I liked. He was like, like as, <laughs> as if like he was very upset that people might think that he's a fish boy. Like, no, no, I assure you, I'm not a fish boy. Got it, Kyle. I won't make that mistake again. Thank you. <laughs> It's a common mistake people make with Kyle. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so they get back from winning the challenge, and Ashley seems annoyed with Devin, uh, you know, because Devin's being Devin and just, like, you know, showing off or whatever. And she's like, has he ever been on a winning team before? And It's a no, I don't pretty think fair question. Yeah, I don't, I don't yeah. think so. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Can anyone stop the Emerald team? Maybe. Has anyone stopped us? No. <laughs> uh never changed Devin. um he, he definitely is in a winning position on a power team for the first time in his challenge career so yeah uh, he, he's acting yeah. like it too and he's also acting completely within character so none of this should surprise anybody makes sense that people would be annoyed by him i get that uh yeah more interested in this whole uh i guess well i shouldn't say more interested but i think like the whole story in the middle of this episode is like this whole amanda fight especially when we get to the club uh yeah we can just go there you want it yeah like what's who's yeah. in the right side Do, is there a right side because what what i'll say is that amanda versus uh cory and nelson in in this club happened and then afterwards Corey and nelson kind of apologized to her i believe uh for for what they said and how they said it. and amanda was like i don't accept their apology i'm curious do you think they were in the wrong because i was kind of surprised that uh that, that they apologized afterwards all right so here's my thing okay I like I love Amanda. I, I thought she was hilarious during this conversation. I did think she had some good points, but at the end of the day, it's like, okay, so you're supposedly friends with Nelson and Corey outside of this game or whatever. You know what I mean? You guys are supposedly cool, mm -hmm. and I get that. 
maybe her thinking is like, hey, I don't want to be on Ruby forever. You know what I mean? But like, why can't, why don't you try your best in a challenge when like your friend's life is on the line in the game? It's a boy's day or whatever. Like if you're really his friend, like, yeah, I can understand why Nelson and Corey were annoyed at her for that reason. And, and me too. if she didn't know them, if she didn't know them like that, then I could kind of understand a little bit more where a man is coming from being like, I don't care or whatever. And honestly, she was hilarious in her, this whole conversation. <laughs> and so I want to agree with her just based on that. Uh, but the logic itself, I feel like, you know, not great. So that's kind of, I'm, I'm, I agree with you. I'm with you on this one. I, I like what, what did Corey Nelson say that you can really blame them for? I'm not seeing it. I, I would be probably upset too if my yeah. life was on the line. You were obviously making a joke on the thing. You were, you know, laughing and you weren't taking it seriously. Yeah, that's fine. But like, you know, just own it. Like, you know, you didn't put in your hundred percent. We lost. We were doing our best. Like, you know what I mean? And maybe we sucked at it, but yeah. like, we were doing our best. Like, yeah. So uh, the fact that it was a guy's day and that she was being really cavalier with their lives in this game, Corey does end up going home you know, as a possible results, who knows if that would have made a difference or not. But I just, I think they were in their within their rights to be upset. And they weren't like flying off the handle at her or anything like that. They were, they were pretty reasonable about what the things they were saying and how they were saying it. So I, I was surprised they apologized after I thought I would have thought if anything, Amanda should be the one to apologize. uh, If you ask me, I will say this, I will say this. I do think that even though she maybe didn't articulate it quite like this, I do think she had some good points in that, like, Nelson and Corey want to be, like, somewhat condescending in a way, where, like, they want to be the ones preaching to other people, and, as she put it, lecturing people. That was really funny. What are you going to do, lecture me? That was so funny. Um, And, and, like, they want to be the ones uh, to be the coach or whatever, but, like, they're the ones who... Like Nelson hasn't won a daily in what forty two dailies or whatever, and like they and as she points out, they were already sucking before she got on the team. Like maybe Nelson and Corey instead of Nelson at the liberation, what does he say to them? He says, he says, I see the potential in y'all, referring to Amanda and Big T. It's like, hey buddy, why don't you say, hey, I need to be better. Like I need, you know what I mean? Because you're ob- there's something you're obviously not doing right either. So you know i get the logic kind of and i get her fighting back but come on nelson is a really good competitor have you seen his elimination record i know that he has that streak going but he's he's it's not like he like folds in these challenges and also for not for nothing he does his best but he does his best but as we've seen from johnny banana sometimes like you got to work smarter, not harder in a lot of these. And I don't think that's Nelly T strong suit. Look, he's not that great in the main ones, but I will say for that first challenge where they separate the players into the teams, I'm pretty sure Nelson was the first player who got to pick his team. So kind of unfortunate that that one doesn't count for his streak. Yeah, <laughs> That's kind of an unlucky true. break. He got down to the final three <laughs> yeah. recently as well. And I think Nelson's deal. good. I'm not saying Nelson's good, but you know, you know, Eric, there's great basketball players. There's great quarterbacks out there. And, and you know what they say about them? They're like, they're good, but they need to make their team better. They need to make the team people around them better. Does does Nelson, I get it now. Nelson make his team better. I get it. Yeah. Nelson didn't make Amanda good enough. That challenge. Uh, I, I, I get how it's Nelson's (laughs) fault now. All right. Thanks for, thanks for educating me. 42 in a row. Like, like how can you defend this guy? He's lost how many in a row? So you know how like, uh, you can flip 42 coins in a row and sometimes you get all tails. Uh, <laughs> oh my God. So we call variants, dude. He's just so a little he's just unlucky. a mathematical so anomaly. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, okay. Again, he should have won. Them, he he should have won that swim, one challenge. Really. Well, he didn't, but it, it should have happened. He won the individual portion of that. And they were like, Oh, it's like the amazing race. You, you're still running. <laughs> Your teams are still running. Well, that should have counted. His sneak should be, his streak should be snapped. If you ask me, I think that counts. 
Also, <laughs> political deal making that uh, he made. I think that should be like a tie for first, uh, if you ask me as well. Uh, so it, he's he's got a lot of asterisks next to a few of these L's in the in the L column. Okay. Okay. Give give him. Somebody his due. said this on Reddit, and I want to repeat their point, which is that like Nelson and Corey will probably never win one of these shows because they never win the dailies. Because, like, even when we've seen, like, people like Wes play great strategic games, he won a lot of the dailies in those seasons. Yeah. It's true, though. Yeah. You you do need to, like, control the game in some way, at least some of the time, in order to win, probably. Yeah. I mean, but to say well, he'll well, never win, though, that's a little of an exaggeration. He came really close one season already. Uh, it's it's possible. No, it's yeah. possible. For sure. Um. And Nelson's still in there with a shot this season, so yeah. Um, but yeah, so th- this conversation was hilarious with Amanda. Amanda was on fire this whole episode. I just want to say this: she tells Nelson, "You weren't good enough. That's why you lost." And uh, nobody can really get the best of Amanda in a verbal argument. I wouldn't like. I, I don't think I've ever seen it. Yeah, I wouldn't want to get in a fight with her. I wouldn't feel really good about my chances. Um, I, but I think that's a little bit rich. Her telling Nelson that he wasn't good enough to win the challenge. Like, uh, come on, dude. That's that's just like a baseless claim to me. You know, Emerald Team has one whole extra person. Amanda's on the ship, like, gesticulating uh, and, and not really trying all that hard and, like, uh, trying to, like, own this villain role. You, how is she blaming Nelson for this? Like, it does it make for good TV? Yes, do I think it's fair of her to say that? No, of course not. Come on. All right. Uh, Eric defending Nelly T here. Uh, defending so truth, Joseph. Get, I'm defending truth. They get, they get into deliberation, and Josh doesn't want to throw in Logan due to their relationship. And Tori throws CT's name out there, but it seems like nobody has the balls to do it. Oh, man. This is the actual interesting part of the episode. It was like from this point on that I started to actually like really tune in. It's like, okay, Emerald Team wins, yada, yada, yada. All right, now we get to the part of the show that actually could have an impact. Um, why is no one going after CT, Joseph? They're scared. Of what? Because they should be scared of seeing him in a final. <laughs> that he's going to come back and i don't know like wreak havoc i don't know he just like is an intimidating figure for people still because i really or maybe he really is that close with some of them but i don't know it just seems so odd to me that like that's one of the only things i can think of let's give ct a lot of credit here because whatever he's doing the fact that he can win a bunch of seasons recently and then get this far in the game and still have no one going after him is kind of crazy. It's just wild. Like, uh, like, uh, do they know how far away from a final they are? Because I, they, I gotta imagine they're running out of shots to take at him at this point. And he's so good yeah. in the finals, and his team is looking decent too. And like in the finals, and presumably, the the team size isn't like an advantage, or at least not that big of one. We've seen other finals before where, like you mentioned, uh, the Ruins final. Uh, Kellyanne and Sarah like almost won as a team of two against like the, the team of powerhouse guys. So you never know what will happen in final. I think it's crazy. And if you're Devin or Josh, you know that like he can't pick you too. Uh, go on. And every guy and every guy left is like a pretty formidable component uh, opponent for CT. Oh, oh, right, right, right. You mean like pick him? Yeah, I was thinking swap. Uh, infiltrate but yeah. No, yeah, yeah yeah this is like the time to do it right i mean obviously like if, if you're in the agency then you can't get chosen um yeah I'm, I'm i'm drawing a blank joseph i don't get it i don't get it i what i also didn't get too is why this whole thing was such a big hubbub about with Corey and the logan thing obviously maybe like Corey. Josh had this whole thing earlier season about how he didn't trust Corey because Corey was gathering numbers for himself or whatever. Yeah. Um, but to me, it really made no sense for them to go back and forth with it because it's like, ultimately, the result they got was would have been the same either way. Because had they sent in yeah. Logan, uh, 
Logan probably would have picked Corey either way. Or maybe Nelson. But, like, at the end of the day, it didn't matter. As I guess what I'm saying. Because, like, even if they didn't vote in Logan themselves, whoever else they would have voted in would have more than likely put in Logan. So the only difference is, is that they pissed off more people with the move that they made yep. by voting in Corey and pissing him off. And it just made no – like, I'm really starting to um, doubt my boy Devin's uh, strategic abilities uh, in this game because, <laughs> to me, this was just, like, a huge misstep uh, because it, it is kind of obvious, right, that, like, hey, any of these vet guys that we're going to vote in is probably going to pick Logan because he's – the least experienced and the smallest joseph i'm about to say something pretty weird pretty out there okay yeah. let's do it i think i think Devin is not really running the show at this point in the game i think it might be josh within the emerald team who's making the decisions what? Dude. i know I know, but I mean, Devin said in the episode, like to Corey, I think, and to uh, whoever else was standing there, like he said, I didn't want this outcome to happen. Believe me or not, but uh, I didn't want to do this because this is exactly what I foresaw happening. Uh, you know, pissing off Corey and getting this whole like retribution plan from Corey for getting picked ahead of uh, the rookie. And I started thinking about the numbers. And realizing, you know what? It's a team of six. Josh has Casey or vice versa. But it seemed like in this case, Josh really wanted to keep Logan or keep him from getting picked. And he got his way. Maybe Casey just kind of has Nani wrapped around her finger vote-wise. We've never seen Nani to be like a strategic you know, force in, in the show. That's three out of the six players in the team right there. So all they need is one more. Between Tori and Emmanuel. Yeah. Does Devin just not really have control over the Emerald team at all? What do you think? Well, I gotta feel like Devin and Tori are probably the closest with each other on that team, I would think. And I do think that Devin and Josh still work in team. I know that they had that beef uh you know, <laughs> last season or whatever. But also they come from the same season of uh Are You the One Second Chances? Yeah. You know, they do like each other outside of the show and everything. I think they've mended those fences. So I do think Devin does have some control on here. But you might be right that Josh might command a little bit more just because his bonds are stronger or with, like, Nani and with Casey. Right. Or, like, that seems like the, the three, like, kind of locked in together at this point, despite the right. earlier issues with Fessy uh messing them up and so it's like now fessy's gone so like who who else does casey have but uh you know josh and nani it's almost like they're definitely brought together by default and we know they have a super strong relationship it seems like they got past the issues from earlier in the season even though we I don't think we've like seen them talk about it they're just voting together really closely now and working together really closely but yeah um this is super interesting either way I don't think this end game is going the way I thought it would for Devin. I I'm really shocked that we, we aren't seeing more talk about how he doesn't want to run a final with Josh. Like that's like the single thing that's surprising me the most. And right. The other thing that's interesting and, and that he's seemingly going to not like try to take a shot at CT. Yeah. And, and the weirdest thing to me is that we haven't seen a peep from Devin about anything other than trying to keep the emerald team together like that's the whole the whole team seems to be saying that same party line they want to keep the team together we're not seeing a confessional that says otherwise whereas if i were Devin in this spot i'd be like we need to take ct get him into the elimination that way either he loses and we don't have to go up against him or if he wins Maybe he takes Josh's spot on my team. But if he were to infiltrate the Emerald team. I think he, team, that is what he would do. I don't think he would touch Devin's spot. No, if you were to pick one person to take it, you got to imagine it would be Josh at this point, I would think. Maybe it's a risk Devin yeah. doesn't want to take. I don't know. We're not we're not hearing about it either way. But like, I'm just shocked that we're not hearing this kind of talk. No, no talk about like what team they want to bring to the finals, which presumably is a team game, right? Yeah. Or at least trying to make the other team weaker or do something. I don't know. It just seems like they're so focused on keeping their team together to, to the point where they like were even talking about how like if they're on the opposite team, they'll throw a challenge 
so they can switch back on the team yeah it's just it's very culty at this point <laughs> it's weird it's like okay they got a good thing going clearly and they won all these living these these dailies i mean even though they did have an advantage in a lot of them but uh yeah why do they all want to run a final with each other uh specifically the guys i'm looking at the guys why do the guys all want to run a final with the other guys in the team yeah. the girls on the team are stacked yeah. it's the guys who i would think would be looking to upgrade their <laughs> their partners but maybe they're just too tight at this point has Devin gone soft i don't know we need to see some more this next episode i i personally need to see uh some some actual confessionals about the final from Devin and josh Yes, I need to see their end game plans because at this point it's unclear. Who knows? Maybe we can get Devin on the podcast at some point and he can explain. It. Yeah, just give us a few more years, uh, get some, build up some followers. We'll see. Yeah, we'll work on that. Yeah. I'll get right on it. Yeah. So, so Corey is very upset that he is the one nominated, and he starts going off and being like, "Josh, Devin, I'm gonna." I'm going to take one of your spots. I'm going to pick one of you guys when I get back uh, because you two suck the most uh, probably <laughs> out of everyone left in the eliminations. So that's very convenient, but also because you sent me in. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, this, the, all these like arguments were super weird because like now that the challenge has gotten soft, like all of them are like, hey man, I'm not yelling at you. I'm not. I'm not trying to get mad. I'm not trying to fight with you. Like, the, like they're like just like them like like saying to me, like, dude, I'm trying to be calm right now, bro. And like, why are you trying to fight with me? Like, it's like all stuff like that. It's all people like trying to call out each other on like who's being the most not toxic or whatever you want to call. It. Have you seen what you've done, TJ? Look at what you've reached. Yeah. This is not fun. <laughs> like, can we just have people <laughs> yelling at each other again and not caring if they're going to get canceled because of it? Oh, like, my God. I know. This is a big problem in Big Brother, especially, too, uh, which, which is, you know, streamed live. Uh, players just played super safe. Uh, the, you know, the things they used to say and do, the fights that used to happen, much more entertaining back in the day without social media um accountability yes. is good yes no doubt about that but like i don't know man sometimes i miss the days where you just watch people act like complete bags of trash on television like uh, is, is that too much to ask for is that wrong joseph is you know that what? wrong of me sometimes when you sometimes if somebody you know is disrespecting you and you know you get angry sometimes you're gonna say not the nicest things <laughs> and that's just life you know what i mean oh don't and i know we it. should not <laughs> we should not admonish people on you know a couple minutes of something they say obviously some things can go past that line you know if you're like a camilla or you know anything like that on these shows but uh you know i think uh a little you know like that fight with josh and fessy this season like was totally uh anyway didn't deserve a complete admonishing uh like like from tj the schoolyard right mom. Like, the fact that he even mentioned it was ridiculous uh he should have just talked about the physical part of it but yeah. anyway um god so, we're so enlightened uh, joseph well how does it feel we're set to have all the answers we're, we're yeah we're so in progressive <laughs> uh so they, so Corey uh, uh is making all these uh empty threats really he's gonna go uh, full full west he's he's saying i'm gonna go yes. full blown west from the ruins on all your asses <laughs> watch out and yes. i i wish it happened except west except yes i and, and i thought the episode was building up to nope. that and this episode would have been so much better if Corey would have won like he goes he goes to the illumination he picks up the sand this was like <laughs> this was like corny but it was cool too like especially if he would have won it would have been so cool he picks up the sand he lets it slip through his fingers he says this this is what i come here for and i was like oh man this is kind of badass he thinks he's and, the uh, gladiator been like, in this scene i think yeah he really needed like a hall brawl or a pole wrestler. He really needed something like that to, to really fulfill this. But this was not the elimination for him. The the rope burn elimination. Yeah, I think he needed something that was all heart and zero strategy. That would have played better to his strengths yes. and his feelings at this moment. Uh, it was a little over the top. Um, also, not for nothing, but I mean, he really should not have told people 
his plan for the next round. Like that's a big mistake. That's just a lack of self-control, right? If you tell people what you're planning on doing, they can possibly plan around it. I'd just like to point that out. And also it would have been way better and made for way better TV if he pulled it out of nowhere and saw people react in real time. Having said that, Yes, very disappointed that this didn't end up happening. Wes in the Ruins is one of my favorite storylines in any challenge. It was just so ridiculous. It's so funny to watch one person sabotage his team over and over again. Uh, but no such luck, Joseph, because we go to this elimination and uh, it is it is somehow a lopsided affair. And uh, Corey cannot figure this out. What did you think of this el elimination in general? And then like how it went? I always kind of like this elimination. I'm not sure if I like it on like a circular globe, uh, but because I, I think that makes it even more about balance at that point. Uh, but I still, I still like this type of elimination. I feel like Wes beat like Nick Brown and something similar to this on the ruins actually, except the ropes were attached to your hands and legs. Uh, so it's, it, it's a little yeah. bit different, but I just remember him uh, murdering Nick Brown. Uh, <laughs> morning, morning I remember that. I remember that. That was an interesting yeah. one. That one, they were like, they looked like two marionettes connected to each other and they were trying to yes. get each other off. Yes. Yeah, that was a cool looking and one. And this was Wes at his most, uh, you know, Wes, Wes body yeah. type. And so he was just killing poor Nick Brown in this. Wes, uh, Wes, Nick Brown Wes at his hottest. Okay, you, you yeah. can just say it. You can just say what's on your mind. Yeah, okay? I was gonna say most roided up, but you know that might be inaccurate. Uh, allegedly, Wes um, denies any such claims. Okay, and I don't know. Correct. correct. Uh, you know, yeah. TV so adds not fair to ten say pounds that. of muscle. We all know that. But um, yeah, this challenge, by the way, just to set the stage, if anyone like I don't know missed it or forgets, they're on this little half globe of like metal. This little half globe metal cage, um, and they have a tug of war. Uh, they're holding on to one rope. No, no marionette stuff going on. One rope, two hands. Uh, can't let go of the rope. There's a little bit of slack in between these two players who are like 50 feet apart. Uh, also, naturally, the rope is on fire because <laughs> yes. obviously it is. I'm surprised that there wasn't an explosion 50 yards off after the winner of this challenge. Right. Uh, that's actually the part that yeah. shocked me the most. The globe didn't explode. Yeah. The globe should have exploded. Love, love yeah. to do that. Um, so I did watch a little bit of the after show. There was nothing of intrigue really. Except <laughs> Thanks for mentioning it. That, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> except that Logan at the beginning was struggling, he said, but his strategy in the middle of the first round was to mirror Corey's movements to like try to trip him out. And he said it, and Corey said it actually worked, uh, that it was fucking him up like when he was doing Wait, it. Explain. Uh, what does that mean to mirror his movements? He was mimicking him. Like he was doing he was making the same movements Corey was as Corey like was doing them essentially. Oh wow. So he's like uh you know, he's was he also saying everything that Corey said? Like Corey was like ah. <laughs> I'm doing this for my family. <laughs> I'm doing this for my doing this for Ryder. <laughs> I love you, Nelson. <laughs> <laughs> he just cloned Corey. He became a Corey clone for this challenge. That's yeah, a great strategy. Yeah, yeah that must have really right, freaked yeah. Corey out. It's like, why do, why do you care about my family <laughs> really? so much? <laughs> why do you look like me? Uh, so, yeah, so that really freaks Corey out. So, Corey slips down. Uh, Amanda said that Corey looked like a shit sandwich. I think that was fair. Uh, Corey loses the first round. Um, and on the second round, he goes to, like, take a break or something i don't know what he was thinking he must have had like a mental lapse but he like lets go of the rope with one hand he's holding with the other and this is the moment where logan goes for the kill and he pulls it and and uh cory falls down kind of a cut through cutthroat move on uh logan's part but we obviously <laughs> love that stuff and and cory why would you think to do cut that throat? in the middle of elimination uh yeah What's i don't that? know if i agree um i don't know if i would say that it's cutthroat of logan to try to win the challenge but <laughs> uh i don't know what else he's supposed to do there uh but clearly yeah, yeah. he understood this challenge and, and the, the tactics much more and you know what joseph you know why 
I think. I think it's because Logan was a big tennis player, and tennis players are oh, pretty go. good strategists. I mean, Eric you kind of got to be. Tennis, so, oh, oh yeah, he, Eric used to play you didn't tennis, have to mention that. So. You don't have to. That's that's not relevant <laughs> to the story right now. <laughs> you're right. It's not. So. I didn't mention it. I didn't say anything, dude. I don't know what you're talking about. You put words in my mouth. I'm just saying, like tennis players. Aside from being particularly good-looking and uh, charming, are really annoying. Are, uh, are particularly so, good at strategy, you know, because it's a one-on-one -on -one battle. Yeah. You might think it's physical, which it is, but it's also mental, and they get no coaching too. So Logan, Logan was like in his element here, I think, uh, and and he, he kind of proved it because like physically, they they don't look that different. Like if anything, Corey looks like bigger and stronger, but uh, yeah, Corey looks a lot stronger yeah. than Logan to me. Logan so, manhandled yeah, him it, it ultimately proved to be a balance and strategy challenge they even mentioned josh said i'm getting ptsd of my elimination with jordan and same thing happened where the bigger dumber opponent <laughs> uh, succumbed to the smaller craftier opponent so uh yeah so we got the same result this time for Corey, he had such a he such a nice season where he came off so lovely and like he was trying to motivate his team uh but it was all for not uh what do we think about Corey going out right here i think you're a bigger Corey fan than i am i i pretty much always have the same impression of Corey. i think he's like a, a very neutral challenge mainstay you know i he's 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 solid on the show he's decent in confessionals but i'm never too emotionally affected by him leaving joseph once you finished crying how did you feel about Corey leaving the show <laughs> i feel like you think i love Corey more than i actually do <laughs> and and uh when he was on the after show this was really funny too he's like oh yeah i was mentally out of it because i missed my daughters and so that's what that was part of the reason i lost like he was trying to do some of that stuff which always annoys me I'm oh just my like, god just say you lost like you you sucked like at the thing like it's whatever like just own it uh give logan his props and also, too, he's like, yeah, I think I'm going to take the next season off. I think I'm going to take a break. And in my head, I'm like, you're not going to be on the next season because you refuse to get vaccinated. And so that's probably why you're not going to be on the next season. I don't know if it's uh, your decision necessarily to take a break. So uh, Corey is obviously not perfect. So, you know, I, as far as uh, his character on the show goes, uh, I do like Corey uh, on the show. I feel like he was trying to be a positive presence this season. And he, he is typically someone who you can root for just based on what you see on the show. Um, you, but, you can, uh, yeah, I guess, also, if you want to. Yeah, but also, if you, if you too, really feel like it. I, he's, he's not, I get what you're saying. He's not overly compelling in, in any sort of way. But I do think he's slightly funnier than people give him credit for. He has had some good funny moments. I'll give him that. Uh, what are we going to yeah. do? Like uh, the strategic force of the season's out. Like uh, what are we going to talk about the next few episodes, <laughs> Joseph? I'm a little worried. I don't know. Cause Devin, Devin keeps making these curious decisions and uh, I don't know if he's the strategic mastermind. Might uh, be CT. Supports himself to be, <laughs> but, but who knows this season's still young. He has gotten really far on the season. Uh, probably one of his you know, higher places that not based on, pulling skulls so uh it's it's it's, it's something to be impressed that's by, true I guess. can i go back um, to something you said uh you sure. you said in the after show Corey mentioned that he thought he lost because he wasn't very focused he was thinking about his daughter missing his daughter missing his family you might say is it possible that all this time the producers of the show aren't the ones telling Corey to talk about his family what if he gets in the confessional booth and then just launches into a diatribe about his family. And it's the producers who are like, all right, Corey, enough, enough. We get it. We get it. You, you love your family. What if it's not their fault? Although as I'm saying this, I'm realizing they're also the ones who choose to show us confessional after confessional yeah. of Corey talking You're about his family. Way too much credit. Yeah. I take it back. I, I pulled the Corey in that one. That was not a good uh, thought process <laughs> there. Um, still, still, they, let's call it 50, 50, you know, Let's go. This is an equal partnership of Corey teaming up with production to talk about his goddamn yeah. family every Corey goddamn episode. Corey obviously does say it a lot, you know, by himself. Yes, that's you know, what I'm trying to say. Before the elimination. Yeah. 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 For sure. Yes. I totally get that. Uh, Logan decides to not 
uphold his word and do what he said he was going to do at the deliberation, which is stay with Ruby. Mm -hmm. Nelson said he believed him when he said that, but instead he decides to take Kyle's place, sending Kyle back to Ruby, <laughs> and now putting Logan on uh, Sapphire, reuniting Amanda and Kyle. You got to love it. You knew this partnership from the edit was going somewhere. So they are reunited. And now we have the teams at four, six, and five still. Yes. Can't wait to see right. what fun challenge awaits us, where the team of six wins. It is great seeing Kyle go back to the Ruby team. Like this, this is pretty funny. This is like, uh, it all comes full circle. You try as you might, Kyle. You can't escape. There's no escape from Ruby. <laughs> Good luck. If you leave, guess what? You're coming right back. <laughs> so you're just going to get your spots stolen. You know what he should do? He, he really should go over to the Emerald team. Because if he goes to Emerald, then he won't get his spot stolen, right? If he takes uh, Josh's spot, let's say, people are going to swap with Devin before they swap with Kyle. I just don't know if there's enough time to even Whoa. make such a move. Do you think that's true? Do you think people would rather run a final with Devin than Kyle? I mean, Devin's like been, been looking a lot better and he is pretty smart and he is good at puzzles. Actually, now that I say it, uh, maybe, maybe not. Maybe you do keep Devin on your team. I, I feel like just because they're like, they're good, like at unique things to each other mm. and Devin's skill set you might not have. You know what I mean? Like with the puzzles and the thinking and stuff like that. And also too, everyone this season has just been so like, oh, I don't want to work with Kyle. I don't want Kyle on my team. So I don't know if they would, you know, you know, that's necessarily true. want him around. That's true. I was kind of thinking of Kyle yeah. typically doing, doing like pretty well in the finals. The only thing is I have no clue how good Devin's endurance is. And that's kind of the main factor in a final. So it might not matter how good he is as how good he is at puzzles. If he can't run, then I don't want him on my team. But I have no clue where that's yeah. at. I have no no that's clue. True. He could be decent. He could have been training. I, I have no clue. Right, and I and that's probably an unknown to a lot of them too. Uh, and he's probably telling them like, "Hey, I'm going to be fine. I'm going to be good." But you don't really know until you do it. No. So. And this is why um, CT is so also good. Also, too, I think I got it wrong. I think it's six four four. I don't think it's six five. Oh yeah, you know it was it was that count this episode going into this episode, so that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So Thank you for correcting that. Four on that. Ruby, four on Sapphire, six on Emerald, which is just overwhelming. I really hope the next challenge it somehow helps the smaller yeah. teams, but. Uh, if history is any indication, there's no way that's going to be the case. <laughs> to be fair, I actually like the lopsided teams. I think it leads to some kind of memorable finals sometimes when you when you get lopsided teams, um, especially because the For finals sure. usually have like some way to make I, it winnable. Yeah, I don't mind the lopsided teams. No, it's but not they just, that. They need to make it fair. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Sit people out, make it make them at least compete with even numbers, or or just simply have the challenge not be much easier if you have extra bodies helping you. That's all. That's all. But all right, no need to beat yeah. that dead horse again uh joseph what are you thinking going into the next episode uh we're, are we, we're inching closer to a final presumably you said you thought we still have a little bit of ways to go it's going to be a uh, a girls elimination day what do you what do you think is going to happen well we did see in the preview uh if you guys don't like previews i guess stop listening <laughs> blah, blah, blah. okay um yeah, yeah but anyway amanda was talking to Josh and Josh was like, Hey, I want to run the final with Nani and Casey. And Amanda's like, cool bet. That means I can swap in for Tori. So right. I don't know if that means Amanda's going to actively try to do that. Cause that is a risky thing still to actively try to go into elimination. But if you think you're on a shitty team and you're going to lose anyway, might as well, I guess. Um, I could see some people calling out big T for elimination if they wanted to. Emmy's the last female rookie in the game. Uh, and I don't think she's anybody that anybody wants to go against in most things. So no. I think she might actually be pretty safe. Um, I don't even know if the agency would necessarily vote her in either. Cause she's just been, I don't know, honestly, maybe done a good job of ingratiating herself as much as I hate to admit it. <laughs> um, you know, I, I do think it's been through being a huge kiss ass uh but it, it's probably gonna benefit her in the Boom. end so you know i'm i'm glad you mentioned that i thought it was pretty interesting seeing amanda's conversation with josh it seemed like she's really like 
I, I don't know if it was just that she's going to maybe swap a Tori or more that she's going to use that information against Josh. Kind of say like, hey, like Josh didn't want to protect Tori. Like uh, maybe that's something that she she does. She's the queen of taking information and using it to start fights and then escaping, you know, uh, slinking back away and not getting in trouble. She's supremely good at that. Uh, so maybe that's how she's yeah. going to use it. And you know what? Amanda's good at this freaking show. Except for the physical part, yeah, she's doing. She does really well. It's a lot of aspects. And she, I don't even think. And as I kind of talked about earlier, I don't think she's that bad either. It seems like that's her reputation, though. Like, is there something? I'm just going off of what a lot of players are saying on the show. It seems like they don't love being partnered with her, Joseph. I don't think she's as bad. I mean, I, I feel like, as we've talked about before, some of these people just aren't the best at assessing things and assessing what is actually needed to win these shows because a lot of them have never won. So, yeah. I'm, like, a lot of these people criticizing Amanda are who? Logan, who's done the show one time, and Corey and Nelson, who, you know, have, are pretty hit or miss as far as strategy and, you know, their assessments and okay. things. So, Look, counterpoint. Uh, and Amanda's done really good at stuff, too. Not trying to bash Amanda, but just counterpoint. They do a ton of uh, dailies with each other, and they, they might be seeing a lot that we're not exactly seeing. But more interestingly, because yeah. like we can't even really talk about that. Uh, more interestingly, I think, if you're Amanda or anyone on Ruby, do you try to go into elimination this next episode? Uh, I guess that would be Amanda or Big T, right? If you're either of them, do you just try to go in, take your chances against someone, and, and try to infiltrate a team? Is now the, move, the moment to make a move to get onto a team with a chance of winning the final. Cause I think Ruby is like zero chance at this point. Right. <laughs> For being honest. Uh, it's tough because. Who's the, who's yeah, the guy on Ruby really... by the way. It's Kyle and Nelson. Nelson and Kyle. Okay. I mean, no. they're not terrible. Yeah. I don't think Amanda and big, if you're T, big T, or... I don't know if you willingly want to go into an elimination against anybody really i would um, I, I would i think i'd take my chances against amanda yeah i think so i just i look the teams just look pretty lopsided to me i, I think so i think i'd uh try to get on emerald and take my chances there i think because it's like it's all about winning the game that's where all the money is it's all about the win i think it's worth it i, I think your odds of winning the game while on ruby are my so low that you, you just go for it. Here's my thing, though, is like like we talked about before, guys like Josh and Devin are like kind of unproven in the final. So it's like, yeah, are they a really good team like in these like singular dailies? Yeah. But if we all have to race and it's a race at the end, like it usually is. Yeah. Maybe being a smaller team with a Kyle and a CT would be or I'm sorry. Now it's Logan, Logan and CT. CT. Maybe that would be better. No, yeah, actually, yeah. I, I do agree with that. Uh, I probably, I probably would choose to go on that team. Um, so, you, I could see it either way, but that that probably is. I mean, that's looking like the team to beat, and it sounds like Emerald is even like starting to really get aware of this. Like, oh no, we made a mistake. We just made Sapphire even better. They're small but mighty. I wonder how that's going to play out. Which that might have happened no matter what decision they made. Like somebody would have maybe swapped onto there. Like, <laughs> except like, sending like CT in. Except sending CT in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. But they did not have the cojones. I think they might. Look which is, like, I gotta feel like it's the re one reason. Maybe they'll do it next time. Yeah, I mean, assuming there is because one. I don't know how many episodes are left. I don't know if you do, but um, yeah. Well, I don't even know if the. I mean, if you're if I'm on the show, I gotta think, I don't know I gotta there's, think there's at least one more guy like elimination. I gotta think, uh, at least. I think so as a TV show viewer. But if I'm out there, I mean, like team sizes, like teams of four or five, like that's 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 not crazy to run a final. No. Average of five yeah, or sure. less. Uh, average and they of four. probably like are like, damn, I've been on this show forever. Yeah, seriously. So I don't know. I I think there's a really solid chance that Emerald looks back at this and and wishes they put CT in. Yeah, I mean, anytime you can throw that guy in elimination, it's usually a pretty good idea. But they're not doing it. Like, I, everyone's always like, "Oh, I gotta wait for the right time. I gotta wait for the right time." But it's like you're probably gonna need a couple times to get rid of him. Yeah, like you're not like he's not right, like, not right, just gonna right. 
you know what I mean? He might come back the first time. You might need to send him in again. So. Exactly. I feel like a lot of players are more focused on making the next day or keeping Emerald together for some ungodly reason, as opposed to thinking like, if I get in a final against CT, my odds are not great. And I really think he's like that much of a difference maker in finals. I think that's not really breaking any new ground. So uh, look, once again, from my couch, got to disagree with some of these moves, but we shall see how it plays out. Yep, I think that's pretty much it for the episode. Yeah, dude. Uh, All-Stars coming up, though. What next the heck week? are we going to do? Two podcasts a week? Yes. What? Oh, my God. That is so much that's labor. Insane. Are you kidding me? We have day jobs, yes. man. So much hard labor. <laughs> it's You know, it's sad, but like it feels like it sometimes. It really does. And we do like yeah, nothing. This is bare yes, bones. We I, don't even have an intro song. No, yeah, this is bare bones. Uh, no intro song, uh, which you know we might keep it that way. Um, but what can people expect, yes, Joseph? Guys, what, what what can people expect from All Star Season Two? You feel free to tune out now. I would say if you're still here, but yeah. if you're interested in All Stars Two, uh, maybe you haven't seen the first one. Maybe you haven't listened to us for the first season of All Stars, which was our first season that we podcasted about. Uh, Joseph, team up. Team up. Here's what I'm looking forward to. One, I'm looking forward to talking about the return of Tina Barda on the show. It's been a while since we've seen her, and that's gonna. Last time we saw her, she punched Beth in the face. She's great TV. We're gonna get some great competitors back: uh, Brad, Darrell, Derek Kaczynski, anybody, Jody, mm -hmm. winner of the duel. I'm excited for First Jody, man. individual winner. Yeah. yeah, that's gonna be cool. We got some fun characters like Casey Cooper. Tech Money is back. Yes, Tech. Um, yeah, yeah. So I think it's it's going to be a good, you know, Tyler, he was always a great competitor. We got some some familiar. I actually like the cast overall a little bit better than the first uh, cast, I'll say. Uh, there's, there's some good callbacks. Jasmine's back. She was always funny. Nice. Me too. Uh, maybe it's just because I'm a little more yeah. familiar with some of the players. I think we're going a little bit more for the middle seasons, the fewer of the older, older seasons, Right. Uh, which is just good for me personally. Those are the ones that I've watched. But yeah, I'm, I'm excited for this cast, man. It should be a good one. Um, we had a lot of fun doing All-Stars. We had a lot of fun uh, with the cast. I'm, I'm excited. I'm hopeful. Some might say more fun. <laughs> some, some might. Why? I wonder why. Why would yeah. you say that, Joseph? Uh, oh, uh, hard to say. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we, we had our, like, critiques of it too like was it the best season ever no but like i think especially at the beginning it was really fun to see all these players again so i'm, I'm looking forward to it it'll be a nice change of pace from this current season and it airs on thursdays so when will uh, you you see our podcast for that episode drop no way to tell there's just simply no way yeah. to know <laughs> it's, it could come at any yeah, time it'll be there so just look for yeah it. just yeah. keep your eyes out <laughs> all right dude yeah. let's call it let's all call right. it a night let's call it a night Thank All you for listening. Right. It's been real. It has been. We'll see you for the next episode, possibly plural, of the challenge. Uh, Spy Lies of Lies and or All-Stars. See ya. Bye. Bye.